Welcome to the Transform Podcast. My name is Andrew Farhat. I am the lead pastor of St. John's Church and School in Denver, Colorado, right across the street from Wash Park. And in this podcast, what we do is we consider what it looks like to follow Jesus. We consider what it looks like uh, to be committed to a Christ-centered worldview and operate with that as our lifestyle. This podcast is for you if you are seeking what that might look like or if you have already committed your life to Jesus Christ. All right. Well, welcome to the Transform Podcast. <laughs> we need to start over. <laughs> no, we don't. This is great. Welcome to the Transform Podcast with AJ Vega and PJ Arsvold. We have yeah. usurped Pastor Andrew and are now in charge. <laughs> that is true. Um, just for this week, though. Just, just for, this, for week. this week. Yes. Yeah. So we're super excited to be on here with you guys. And um, yeah, we would love to uh, get any feedback as we talk about Sabbath today. And yeah. Um, yeah, big topic as we talk about rest and what that looks like in the Christian life. And uh, our question for our conversation for today is, um, what is the question again? You regret, it's a great, that is a great question. <laughs> the question for today is, what makes a good Sabbath? What makes a good Sabbath? Yeah, so maybe AJ, I'll start by asking you just to back up and say, what is Sabbath in the first place? Yeah, so Sabbath is definitely something that was established uh, by God, right, in the very beginning, the fabric of creation, when it was formed, when God spoke creation into life. And I think what's really cool is that, you know, in six days, God created everything by the word of his mouth, right? And on the seventh day, it says uh, he rested from all, all the work that he did. And um, later on, as we get into the narrative of the Exodus um, with the Israelites, God uh, makes a command to his people. And he says, um, you shall rest on the seventh day and you should call it holy. And um, I think that's really cool. And it's a reflection for us as Christians, as fellow believers, um, to be able to rest once a day or sorry, not once a day, <laughs> um, once a week as a regular rhythm for us to be able to just um, acknowledge that it is God who does all of the work, not us. So. Yeah. I really like that. I uh, And Sabbath really just means to cease, to stop, to rest, mm. like you said. And I, what you highlighted there is important, that God commanded it. Like, it was yeah. not just like, hey, if you get a chance or, hey, take a break. It's like, I want you to stop. Right. Like, it's part of God's desire for his people is to take a break. And you, I know you joked, you know, you said um, once a day, but in some ways there is. There's We rest <laughs> at night, and then once mm -hmm. a week we rest. And then, you know, for the people of Israel, they were also commanded once every seven years to let their fields rest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There really is this idea that, everything is supposed to have a, a break, a reset, mm. a rest from what it's doing. Right. And so that's something God not only is willing to offer, but actually wants of us. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you say he's willing to offer. It's a gift for us to be able to take a break because we weren't created and designed to work 24 seven, like nonstop, which is why like sleep is so important. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've heard that like scientists, like, and I don't know if this is like actually true, but like they haven't determined like a reason, like specifically why humans sleep like they know it's like helpful for you to like re-energize and to get your energy back and you know metabolism and all of that but like they still haven't determined like the underlying reason of like why your body like desperately needs like sleep and rest and i think it's from the very fabric of god creating yeah. us to like find rest in our own bodies as well oh 100 percent. well and that makes me think of like um like I said, like even the fields were supposed to be given a rest. Mm. You know, I come from an agricultural agricultural background. And uh, when you plant crops year after year after year, you actually deplete a lot of the soil from its nutrients. And mm. so actually giving a year of fallow, just letting it lay still, yeah. um, allows it to kind of take natural plants and to replenish. So that way the next year when you harvest again, when you plant, uh, those nutrients are kind of resupplied. And so mm. there's something kind of baked into all of creation that is designed to pause 
reset. And like you said, with sleep, I know there's, I mean, all the benefits of sleep are, are well documented, but yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And what's cool is like, it's not just for humans. It's for all of creation to be able to rest. Um, especially for koalas. Did you know that koalas sleep 22 hours of the day? That's amazing. Yeah. Fun fact. I know some people who wish they were koalas. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> wish I was a koala. I could use the 22 hours of sleep sometimes. Yeah. So like for you, PJ, as yeah. you think about Sabbath rest, like what does that look like for you and your daily life? What are some kind of benefits that you see when it comes to Sabbath? Yeah. Well, I think that the biggest thing that I see with Sabbath is when I don't Sabbath, um, mm. when I don't break, um, because you kind of alluded to this, but we're kind of in a, a time and place where we, we admire hustle culture. Yeah. Um, there was the Netflix series, The Quarterbacks. I don't know if you've watched this. I haven't, no. I've not watched it either, but the Minnesota Vikings quarterback, Kirk Cousins, one of the things that he shared is that on Tuesdays, he does no football work. Wow. And he got blasted by some people for it. And sure. I, again, like that's one of the things, like if you want to be the very best at the NFL, like do you have to work every single day? Like maybe, you know, right. he's decided for his life, he's better for taking that day to spend with family, to do other things, to not think about his work. Yeah. And uh, we, we value those who never stop. They never stop grinding. They have all these side hustles and side gigs and stuff. Um, and so I, I've found that when I'm kind of in that nonstop go, go, go mode, I am a worse um, person to be around. I'm a worse father. I'm a worse husband. I'm a worse friend. Um, I'm exhausted. My mind is focused on just what I need to get done. And I, I s- cease to just stop and enjoy life, stop to enjoy the gifts mm. that God has put in front of me. And so for me, it, Sabbath is incredibly crucial um, just to pause and to say, wow, God has created this world. He has blessed me by putting me in it. He's given me all these good things around it. And he's invited me just to enjoy that for a little bit and not act like the world depends upon me because it doesn't it yeah. if i die tomorrow the world's going to go on um i there'd be people who would be sad but god's still going to be with them he's yeah. still going to control this world uh, and so i it's a blessing to be a part of it and so i get to just pause yeah. but how about you when you think of your sabbath what have you found helpful or yeah so one of the things i think was really helpful for me and this is a resource that we can link into the podcast um is a book by john mark homer it's called the ruthless elimination of hurry and um, it's just been, it was transformative for me when I read it probably about a year and a half ago. Um, and it just talks about just the hustle culture of mm. Western Christianity and how we're always just go, go, go. And the command for us to be able to learn to stop. And as I was reading through it, I was realizing like, it's not just like the work that I do, like the the nine to five, like being in the office, but it's like mentally as well. Like I'm always thinking about work and thinking about stuff like, like ministry involves a lot of people and a lot of interaction and different events and different things and so you're always like your brain is always going and for me it was like this moment where I was like I need to just stop and rest Mm. and even just like outside of mentally um like even on my phone like like continuously staying connected to the rest of the world like there was just this huge conviction for me that I just needed to just pause from everything and just be in relationship with God. And so um, about a year and a half ago, um, my wife and I, I, <laughs> I read the book and I was like, um, Chrissy, we need to have a conversation about this, <laughs> about resting. And she was like, great, I'm all in. And I'm like, really? Um, but we, on Saturdays, because we work on Sundays as church workers, um, on Saturday, um, we just like to unplug. Mm-hmm. And um, we um, try not to watch TV, try not to turn our phones on. And kind of the three main focuses that um, I have is um, my relationship with God, my relationship with my spouse, and then our relationship with creation. And so there will be some weeks on Saturdays we'll we'll go for a hike somewhere or just explore outside um, where we will um, just 
like take a nap. Like I'll, I'll wake yeah. up, I'll make breakfast. Like pancakes is like my go-to on Saturdays. It's awesome. And then I'll just like take a nap and it's just fantastic. And, um, yeah, just being in, like, we've been going through a devotion as well. Mm. And, you know, the past few weeks we've kind of struggled with Sabbath, um, to be sure. honest. Um, and we've been trying to get back into a rhythm and, and figure out what that looks like for us in the season. Um, but yeah, that's something that I think we've really found fruit in doing. And I found myself more rested and ready for Sundays, for Mondays, for the whole week. And then also just an excitement to like, say like, man, I really want to be able to like engage back in the Sabbath in a relationship with God yeah. um, in a more focused full day. So yeah, that's kind of what it looks like for me. Um, but yeah, like, just like you, like, I think when I, when I don't find rest, like throughout the week, like I can become really irritable. I become overly stressed. Um, I can think like internally, like everything depends on me. Mm -hmm. And it's just like Sabbath is a moment for me to be able to reset and say, no, like the world will keep going. Yes. People will text you. And then like, I'll check my phone later that evening and I'll be like, wow, like everyone texted me, but like, there's nothing like that was like very like um like i had to answer that moment right yeah um and that's just kind of nice to know that god still works even when we're not oh 100 percent. well i love the things you highlighted aj especially when you think about adam and eve this this blew my mind when somebody pointed out but when you think of the six days of creation mm-hmm. adam and eve were created on day six and then their first full day in creation is a sabbath yeah so they're made and then it's not like oh you've been working really hard to take a break it's like hey before you do anything just enjoy this world with me. Right. They get to walk with God. They get to walk with one another. They get to enjoy the world around them mm. before they even start their cultivating and their caring for creation. Um, just enjoy it. And I think yeah. that it's a crucial thing. So yeah, I think when you highlighted earlier, but when uh, the people are let out of Egypt, part of the command for Sabbath is a reminder that you used to be enslaved, you right. used to be constantly working. Now remember that. And so part of it is our relationship with God to take time to just sit with his word, to meditate on it, to think about it, let it have its way with us. Yeah. Uh, and then to be with one another um, and kind of unplug. I was over in Israel a few years ago and those who are, um, kind I, of I still... like how you just say that casually. I was just in Israel last year. <laughs> I get, yeah. That's, yeah, I got to go on a cool trip. It was, it was pretty sweet. Um, but it was fascinating. We got to go for a, a Shabbat dinner, a Sabbath oh, nice. dinner, and it's this uh, lovely family. And for, uh, many Orthodox um, Jewish people, they still observe a lot of the Sabbath rules. And so uh, one of the rules that was kind of formed over time is that you can't light a fire that was considered work. Right. And so they still apply that with electricity. So you mm-hmm. can't use electricity on the Sabbath. So they yeah. have timers set up to, to run things on their own. But it's an entire day, 24 hours, where they eat together. Mm. They talk with one another. There's no other electronics. They might have friends over, but it's very much we are yeah. with God. We are with one another. And we are just resting we're just enjoying the world and it's uh, it's remarkable it's really cool too because the, there's no cars on the road it's just yeah. fascinating um it's like where is everybody like everybody's just resting like yeah. how cool that's awesome and it's it's interesting too because i feel like even um before your time pj like <laughs> even on, on sundays like like places would be shut down like, yeah people wouldn't have a chance to do anything and so um even interwoven into the fabric of like like America up until like really recently, like over the past, like probably 30 to 40 years, like things shut down on Sundays and people couldn't do anything. Like you couldn't buy alcohol, you couldn't go to the grocery store. Like, and you know, a lot of people were in worship, right? There was a lot of Mm -hmm. Christianity that was there. Um, and so now what we see is like, just just overabundance of like, like time manipulation that's happened in our culture. And, um, yeah, we've, we've lost out on the beauty of Sabbath. And, um, there's a book that I read a while back too called Sabbath by Abraham Heschel. Um, Mm. he's a Jewish scholar, um, 
passed away, but he was in New York for a while and taught a lot of um, kind of Jewish theology. Um, but was just talking about the beauty of Sabbath is not just a, a like in a time of like like focusing on time, but also focusing on like the lack of material and knowing that God is the one who creates all things. Yeah, and just like being that. able to experience the beauty of that um, that God has created for us. And just like you said, um, I think. You know, as we talk about the Exodus and talk about the Israelites, um, they had the commandments twice um, yeah. because someone dropped a tablet. Anyways, <laughs> um, but uh, God, when he first says uh, on, you know, you should rest on the Sabbath day and make it holy um, and to remember it, it goes back to as a remembrance of creation. Mm-hmm. And that's what like the like Christian faith is all about is remembering what God yeah. has done for us in the past as a reminder and a projection for us into the future. And I love what it says in Hebrews It's like, we're getting to a point where we will enter into a Sabbath rest mm-hmm. uh, when Jesus returns to make all things new. And so like, you know, our Christian faith is, is built on a hope that we will actually find rest in God. And what I love about that too, is not just about like, we're just stopping from work, right? That word mm-hmm. Sabbath Shabbat means literally to stop, to cease. But there's also a second word as well, which is the word nuach, right? Which means to settle into creation, mm. um, which is based off of the name that uh, is given to Noah. Noah, yeah. yeah. Um, that um, throughout the flood, there will be rest, right? That people will settle into creation. Um, and that's what's really cool, too, is that not only do we just get to stop from the work that God has given to us, but we actually get to settle into what God has already created and made as a remembrance of what God has done and a future hope for what we look forward to as well. Yeah, I think that's a really fantastic point. And I love what you highlighted there. Um, Dr. Jeffrey Gibbs at Concordia Seminary talks about how uh, he'll, he'll do this with everybody. He'll ask, like, when is the Sabbath? And some people are like, oh, it's Saturday. And it's like, well, technically it's Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. And he says, you know, the Sabbath is now Jesus Christ. Mm. Like, ultimately, that wow. is the rest. You know, he who says, all who are weary, come and I will give you rest. Yeah. Um, that he is the truest sense of what Sabbath means now, which, is, again, is why we're not legalistic on everybody from this time to this time. Shut down everything. You know, Jesus got into a lot of trouble because he was willing to help people on a Sabbath. Yeah. Um, and the leaders of the day were like, wait, that's not right. And he says, no, no, no. Um, Sabbath is meant for man, not yeah. man for Sabbath. Right. We're not slaves to it, um, but it's a gift. It's meant to to bless us. And ultimately now that blessing is in Jesus Christ, who our souls find their rest. Um, I love uh, a lot of the old prayers. We'll talk about, um, they'll quote the road to Emmaus when mm-hmm. two people are walking with Jesus and they don't know it's Jesus and he's going to keep going. And they say, Lord, spend the evening with us for the days far spent. Um, abide with us. And uh, a lot of the kind of old church prayers will, will include that language in the evening. Mm. Lord, abide with me for it is toward evening and the days far spent. You know, mm. just give me rest. Let me, let me hand everything over to you so my body can just sleep in peace. Mm. And uh, it's a beautiful picture that in Jesus Christ, he has it all. And we can just enjoy that and not have to to work ourselves to death um, constantly. Yeah, that's beautifully said. Yeah. So like, what does that look like for somebody who, you know, has four kids, is working nine to five, you know, trying to figure out, you know, kids have sports practices happening all throughout. Um, What are some kind of easy steps that could be um, just available for people who are listening right now? Yeah. Yeah. I think would you bring up AJ is a great point that this is not a one size fits all Mm. for everybody. Um, I I realize there are people out there who to make a living have to work two jobs and they're working evenings and, and so everyone's going to have a different situation. And so, um, part of it is seeing what God has given you, the responsibilities where you can find rest. Um, also making decisions. You might have a better material life if you work overtime constantly, but maybe God is calling you to work less, but to enjoy your family and to enjoy creation more. Mm. Um, 
and I think for you know for a lot of families you know and then there's usually sports games on Saturdays and yeah. on Sundays and um, it's making priorities uh, as a family as people um, one of the best books I've read is the TechWise family mm. um, it's a really thought-provoking book on what are the values we want to embody as a family and then what steps can we take to to live that out um, but basically asking yourself what kind of family do we want to be what do we want to spend our time prioritizing um, and then you make decisions and so it can be as small as you know what right now we're in a season where we have stuff on Saturdays we can't really take a full day off um, yeah. but can we make sure that dinners and maybe an hour after dinner are free um, better screen time as an organization we're gonna get into screens here I guess just that's where I'm going <laughs> yeah um, for sure but I think that's one of the the greatest threats to our um, Sabbath right now and I think it's really cool that you talked about your Sabbath unplugging a bit um, because one of the benefits of rest is that we're able to just sit with thoughts with one another and we're not constantly inundated with information yeah and so um, I highly recommend checking out better screen time but finding times where as a family you can just stop and rest can we play a game together can we just talk with one another can we eat together yeah. without all the distractions so even just finding you know some of those sacred times where we're gonna say from this period mom dad and kids phones away yeah you know none of that um sleep again we're you know we talked about yeah. sleep earlier like no phone in the bedroom like yeah. especially for kids because it's so easy to stay you know just kind of glued in it all of a sudden you're awake at 3 a.m and you're tired and um that's not how god wants us to live so yeah. uh, i think just finding those small steps are there little pockets we can start by just protecting we want mm -hmm. this to be a time of rest a time of togetherness um even a time with with other people outside of our family but that we're not constantly running constantly working yeah how about you what recommendations would you give yeah especially for people who don't have the capacity to be able to do like a 24-hour sabbath mm -hmm. rest yeah um, which i again i would really highly recommend i mean i don't even do like a full 24 hours it's really like probably closer to like maybe 16 to 18 sure um but i would definitely recommend like like figuring out what your non-negotiables are. Like, mm. I think kind of like what you said, like, okay, during dinner time, like we're going to not have our phones. I, you know, it's funny. I've been hearing some people like when they go out to eat is if, uh, like you're going out with some friends, if the first person who checks their phone has to pay for the whole bill. Oh, <laughs> I think that's kind of like a cool motivator as far as like, like, let's just be present in the moment. And yeah. so that's what I would really recommend, um, for families, like just figuring out what are some non-negotiables for you to be present in the moment, not only with each other, but also with the Lord as well. Yeah. Um, and maybe it is like doing a devotion during dinner time, or maybe it is just in the mornings, like having that quiet time before your kids get up, um, being able to find a time where you can find rest, um, from the rest of the world mm -hmm. and also just be in the presence of God as well. Um, so yeah, I think just really encouraging those moments that are non-negotiables. And then like, what are some times that have been taken over by Pharaoh, right? Mm -hmm. I think when I think about the Israelites enslaved, um, they continued to stop non like nonstop. Like they were pushed by the Egyptians yeah. to keep working. And, and when they asked, were asked to be let go, Pharaoh's like, no, in fact, I'm going to make you work even harder. Yeah. And what's the beauty of that is like, as the Israelites are in the wilderness and God speaks to them, gives them this commandment saying to remember the Sabbath day and to keep it holy for once you were slaves in Egypt. Mm -hmm. And this is a gift for you. Like you don't have to work anymore. And, um, in this world we're ruled, like we're being ruled by Pharaoh every day by being pressured to continue to keep working. Yeah. And when we live out this Sabbath life, we're actually living in rebellion to Pharaoh. Like that's a really cool thing. Such like, a good way to put it. Um, and so like, what are those moments where you can live in rebellion to Pharaoh, but in obedience to God? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think again, it it's different for everybody, but just being able to kind of think about those non-negotiables and thinking about what does it look like to be obedient to the Lord 
um, as a gift for um, that the Lord gives to you and that you're giving to yourself and to your family as well. Yeah. So. Well, I like when you highlight the rebellion too, just the radical witness it is. Um, when the Passover is instituted, uh, the people of Israel are told, like, when your kids ask why you do this, tell them the story of what God has done. Yeah. And so there's a certain aspect of when we break from things, when we rest, it's going to prompt people to be like, do you always just do nothing on Saturday or do you not do nothing, yeah. but do you always rest? Do you always like, set aside this time? And yeah. why do you do that? Well, it's because we have a really good God and I trust that he's got this world and it, it allows you to bear witness to God's designed us for something else. Yeah. Um, the world values hustle culture. God values us trusting him, doing our part when it's time mm-hmm. and then resting in his promises and handing it over to him. Yeah. And it's a really big testament to the idea that I believe, I believe God's got this world. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's a hopeful word. Um, I am so hopeful in this world that I can step aside and just enjoy the creation and not freak out that everything's going to implode. Right. Um, and uh, that's a hopeful world word that the world def- desperately needs. Yeah. It's a great testament to seeing like what it's like to be a Christian is to not worry about like what happens 24 seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a great witness. And at the same time too, we can sometimes overemphasize Sabbath to where it ends up becoming self care. as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so we have to, I think what's cool about, as we talk about the old Testament and we're nerding out about it, like there's this continuation of this theme of remembering. Right. And so yeah. we have to be able to remember the Lord in our time of Sabbath. Uh, Sabbath is not just self care for you to just kind of um, live a life of selfishness yes. um, for yourself, but it's actually an opportunity to be able to serve other people. Yeah. Great. So I didn't mean to cut you off there. I mean, th- I was going to say there's a difference between rest and leisure and it's yeah. not that leisure is inherently wrong. Like leisure can be a part of rest, but um, I think a lot of us can attest to you're like, Oh, I just want to, take a break for a little bit and then you just like scroll through social media for an hour and you feel worse at the end. It's yeah, remarkable. You're like, I, how do I feel more groggy and tired yeah. when I just did nothing, you know? Yeah. Or it's like when you go on vacation and then like you need those extra couple of days to, <laughs> to like, recover, to recover from vacation. You're like, why did I need to do that? Like it's because like, we're still like still working in a sense. Yeah. Right? And we actually didn't give ourselves a time of rest. Um, and rest can be really uncomfortable too. Like it can be exhausting because your body is not used to it. Yeah. Um, but once you can find yourself getting into a rhythm. And so that's something else I would also encourage is like, once you find your non-negotiables, like stay consistent. That's a good it, way to put it. Yeah. Um, to allow for yourself. Cause like <laughs> you might take a full day and you're like, I'm bored. Like I have no idea what to do. And that's sometimes really good for you. Right. Yeah. Like to find out that you're bored. I remember like before I had my phone and like, even like, when I wasn't allowed to play video games, like I would find myself in a season of boredom. Hmm. And now like when I find myself bored, I just cover it up with like distractions over and over again. And so like, let's get back to being bored a little bit. Right. Yeah. And then also being able to experience the presence of God in the midst of that. Yeah. Well, I think it's creating room for that kind of stuff. Cause like you said, we're so trigger happy that as soon as we feel the slightest bit of bored, we run to something to distract us yeah. and allowing ourselves to get more comfortable. And it does, we kind of have to train ourselves because our brains are so trained at instant gratification, instant yeah. stimulus. Um, I find that so hard that sometimes, you know, in my prayers or my meditation, you know, I go for a little bit and then there's like this itch to grab something because yeah. I need to, I need to, I need something. I need to watch something. I need to read something <laughs> right. instead of just sitting. And uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer in his book, uh, Life Together, which highly recommend, mm-hmm. touches on this topic a bit too. Very short book, easy read. Uh, but he talks about like in prayer and meditation, sometimes it's those ways that our mind wanders and we get, do get distracted. That's actually helpful. I start wandering. I start thinking about this happen. All right. Now that's something I can bring to God in prayer. Yeah. Um, but if we are constantly distracting ourselves, we never allow our brain just to sit. We never allow mm. our mind just to 
sit with God's promises to, to allow it to apply, to allow it to shape us, to allow it to mm. um, challenge and comfort us. Um, all of those good things. Yeah, that's awesome. That's huge. Cool. Well, I'm glad that we got a chance to talk about Sabbath. This was fun. Nerd out about the Old Testament too. <laughs> Andrew's going to be thrilled that we're just nerdy out about the Old Testament. So, um, but yeah, I just hope, you know, for you guys that are listening, that this is an opportunity for you guys to be able to just reflect on what does Sabbath rest look like for me? And how do I engage in that in a way that honors God and also serves my neighbor as well? Yeah. I want to throw one thing in there too. I think all of us, including myself, when you think about the idea of rest and Sabbath, you're probably going to feel guilty. At least that's how I feel. Yeah. It's like uh, somebody told me, like, have you ever asked somebody how's your devotional life? And they said like, oh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. It feels <laughs> like everybody's like, oh, it's not as good as it should be. Um, <laughs> this is meant to be just an encouragement to, to take a small step um, yeah. to reflect on how God is calling you to, to rest and to find time. Um, we all could be doing better at, at a lot of things. So this is not meant to make anyone feel like, oh my gosh, I'm terrible for constantly working, but just open the question up. Hey, is there some ways that I can be doing better at just handing things over to God and, and resting in his provision? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love that. It's good. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and uh, yeah, looking forward to maybe talking more about rest and Sabbath. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us.